podcast. Hi, everybody. Today is November two second. The second one one two one one two one six. It's not code. That's the date. Yep. Um, this is Media Boat Podcast. We talk about uh, television, food, movies, for movies. I don't know what that is. For movies, for movies, uh, music, and video <laughs> games. Not necessarily in that order. Um, and and we are currently watching Game Seven of the World Series. Hey yo! Hopefully the Cubs can win. Uh, the break their 108-year drought of a championship. Uh, currently they're up, top of the seventh, six to three. If you hear me scream in the middle of this podcast, it's because either something terrible has happened or the Cubs have finally won it. So both? They're both terrible things. <laughs> no, I'm making a joke. Anyways, thank you. God bless you. Sorry about that. Um, uh, are you sneezing? Not until just now. Okay, because I've been sneezing all day. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> sack fly. Yep. <laughs> Anyways! <laughs> it's not a fly sack. It's a sack fly. <laughs> sack fly. Uh, this is it. So, Media Boat Podcast, let's go start it right into it, which is, if I could speak, is the box office. Let's talk about box office and how boo! you were right again. Boo! Let's get this over with. Hey, boo. Yes. If you haven't guessed yet. Boo! <laughs> that is your idea Halloween was a, your number one movie again this week yes I told you we'd roll over roll over uh, I play dead Tom Hanks because Tom Hanks gets number two this week with Inferno yeah I told you everyone was gonna have Halloween parties nobody was gonna go to the movies that is fair and I warned you and yeah so Medea boo a Medea Halloween number one with a very Paul abysmal Seventeen million dollars, a forty percent drop, bringing its whole total to fifty-two million, over twenty million budget. So, like all Tyler Perry movies, it made its it money. Made money. What do you know? And it'll probably make more. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, same cannot be said for Tom Hanks. No. Uh, Inferno came in at number two with fourteen point eight million dollars, <laughs> over a seventy-five million dollar budget. So, yeah, hopefully uh, International Box Office can help it. But it's not going to do anything here. Especially after, after that opening. Yeah, I suppose we'll find out. Well, it's going to be pummeled by the upcoming weeks, so... Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, number three was Drac... Drac... <coughs> Jack Reacher at $9.6 million, uh, bringing its total to 39 or to just... Under forty million dollars. Number four was the accountant with eight million. Yep. Uh, that's uh, gonna finally push it over its budget at uh, forty-four million dollars. Bring this total to sixty-one domestic. And number five, last was your horror movie, Ouija, <laughs> Origin of Evil. Ouija. Yes. Seven point one million. Uh, brings its total to twenty-four point six million. Over a nine million budget, so clearly horror movies make their money. Yep, as always. As always, no surprise. Um, and uh, so, as we do, it is we're in November, and it's also the first week of November. So, yep, we have uh, new releases. Yes, starting with uh, the big one next week. Yep, the big one, the one everyone will see. 
DreamWorks Animation Trolls. <laughs> no, not what I was talking about. Oh, you're right. But the a solid Clint, number two. The Clint Eastwood movie, Hacksaw Ridge. No, no, no. That's, uh... There Mel he goes! G- not Mel Gibson, by the way. Mel Gibson. Got him. Of that film. Not Clint Eastwood. Huh? Mel Gibson. No. Yes. No. Yes. Mel Gibson. Clint Eastwood. Mel Gibson. <laughs> Directed that movie. Mel Gibson? Yes, Mel Gibson directed that movie. What's what Clint Eastwood directed? Clint Eastwood just did a Sully. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where's your brain? That's right, Mel Gibson. Because he yeah. was just on. Uh, they made such a big deal. Yeah, he was just on yes. with the beard. Yeah. 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 Remember? Yeah, I remember us talking about this. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, that thing. Yeah. But you're real number one next week. We'll still be Boo. No, 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 no chance. What's your actual number one movie? Next? All right, actual number one is going to be Marvel's yes. Doctor Strange. Uh, Benedict Cumber Cumberbatch. I had to actually struggle to think of his real name because you wanted to make because the, I wanted the to make another fun. joke. Yes, because it's so easy to make jokes with his name, but you know, candlestick, ruffle patch. Is only there's only so much you can do there. <laughs> Benigan's chopsticks. Benigan's. <laughs> so we have to um, we have to uh, pick a number for this movie now. Uh, do we? Well, it's gonna be number one. Yeah, no chance, no contest there. Right. So um, I'm I'm gonna give you this number right now. Over it uh, opened up overseas uh, this past weekend. To the tune of $87 million. Okay. What's going to be the domestic opening weekend? Well, what... You usually do your research for these things. Yes. What in the past action... Like, what past action movie has done really well in a similar first week of November release? In November? Yeah. Um, Ant-Man. And how well did Ant-Man do first weekend? I don't remember. 88, I think? Because that would probably be a pretty good analog here. Yeah. Comic book movie based on a franchise that not a lot of people are familiar with. But Benedict Cumberbatch. But Star Power. Yes. So I think that does have a lot in common in that case with Ant-Man then. Uh, Thor, I think, opened up to like 77. Thor has opened up to under 100 million. Well, I mean, we could just make this easy and just go over under 80. All right, let's go over under 80. And, of course, you're going to pick the over here. I probably will pick the over, yeah. Because you know that you win. <laughs> because I think that for it to go under 80 would be a little bit of a disappointment. Yeah, but, but it, it happened. Yes, I, it can't happen because these are two very strong movies opening against it. You get the family yeah, movie and Trolls. You do. Which you're going to take your kids. And then you have your older adult war movie in Hackshaw... Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, so I guess the only question is how much does the audience for Trolls cannibalize the audience for Doctor Strange? Right. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, so I think that, yeah, that's probably 80. I'm okay with taking the under there. Do you think uh, there's going to be a, a surprise upset and Trolls winning? No, no way. Even though it is the kids' movie? And no, kids because movie? Marvel. Because Marvel. Because Marvel is bigger than Trolls. That's why. <laughs> But trolls are everywhere. I don't care if trolls are everywhere. So is Doctor Strange. 
I feel like I've probably actually seen more ads. No, that's not true. <laughs> I've seen way more ads for Trolls. They've been advertising that thing forever. They've been advertising that mm, thing since Coco Chris. They, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that is a man's name. It's a man's name, Coco Chris. Coco Crisp. Chris. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he's a cereal. <laughs> yes, um, these uh, trolls. They've been advertising trolls since uh, they debuted. Like, um, yeah. Justin Timberlake's song. Forever. Uh, dance, dance, whatever it is. <laughs> dance. Uh, uh, can't stop the feeling. Can't stop the feeling. Yes. I yes. That's what that's called. Yes. Uh, yeah. So dance, we'll see dance, next week. Dance, but really, dance. I think it's going to. It, Dark Strange is going to be your number one. Okay. All right. Um, well, we're basing this off of the international box office, which is eighty-seven million dollars. But there's also a uh, surprise UK uh, film that's topped everything. Okay. It's currently the best-selling, uh, biggest-selling film of the year in the UK. All right. With forty-six million pounds. That's a uh, domestic for it's UK. Heavy. It's really heavy. Yes. What is this? Name that film. I don't know. That's why I asked you, what is this? I'll give you a hint. What? It's a mainly UK cast. They had a terrible weekend and debut <laughs> in the US. I have no idea. Counter-programming. I don't know. The third in the trilogy. I don't know. Did not have huge grants. <laughs> I don't know. Just tell me. <laughs> Bridget Jones's baby really yes uh, doing well over there so well it did so well in fact that's the that is the biggest selling film for the uk with 46.27 million of all time million pounds this year oh this year this year okay it, it just topped the jungle book which had 46 million pounds well okay i guess I guess when you have a cast full of British people, British people will see British you people. Get British people to see it. What do you know? Well, it, it's even topped uh, Finding Dory, Deadpool, and Captain America: Civil War. Okay, not bad. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Batman v Superman. Right. Yep. Can't believe that was this year. All those movies Does were this that year. Feel like forever ago. Batman v Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was like that. Feels it was like March. Last year, yeah. It was March, that's why. It's been a long freaking year. We had a lot of movies come out. I mean, yeah. all those movies, well, except for Deadpool. Yeah. Most of those movies were this year. They were all were. Actually, yeah, even Deadpool was, right? They were all, Matt, all those movies were from this year. <laughs> ah! Just two of them came out before Yeah. Batman v Superman. My brain. It's a long year. <laughs> it's okay, we only have uh, uh, two more weeks. No, that's not true. I mean, two more months. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Eight more weeks of this If podcast. it was two more weeks, we'd, it'd be Christmas time yep. already. We're not quite there. Yeah. November 1st. Right. Anyways, movie news. Movie news. Well, that was part oh, of movie news. That's right. We're going to keep going down the, the weeks, right? No. For no. November releases? No. We do no. that weekly. Okay. That was just uh, part that's of movie news. Oh, speaking of Deadpool, yeah, uh, remember how Tim Miller no longer Deadpool? Right. He's got a new contract. I heard about this. Were you surprised or were you disappointed? <laughs> I was shocked. Okay. The, okay, shocked might not be the best word. <laughs> did it make you feel blue? It did. Okay. <laughs> I had to go fast. 
Where are you going to rush to the theater to see this? You may say that you could run, not walk. (laughs) Just say it. (laughs) Just don't forget your rings. (laughs) Uh, Of course, we're talking about uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. That will be turned, uh, that will be executive produced by Tim Miller via Blur Animation Studios. It will be a live-action animation uh, hybrid version uh, of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, hedge, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog? Hedgehog. Hybrid? Yes, hybrid. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Why? Gotta go fast. This, I hope that's the actual subtitle of that movie. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> okay, seriously though. What do you think this is gonna be? Like, is it... Like, is is Sonic gonna be macking on a human lady like he was in that in that one two thousand six Sonic the Hedgehog game? Is that what's oh, going the, on out here? Out of the shadows or whatever? No, it's Sonic the Hedgehog, the two thousand six one. Oh the yes. And PS3. Yes, the Freaking, one everyone hates. There's like a human girlfriend in it. Yes. <laughs> Even though he has a hu- a hedgehog girlfriend. Is that what Amy is? A- Amy Rose. Is Amy a hedgehog? Yes. I don't know. I know nothing about Sonic the Hedgehog, by the way. Well, you know uh, about his villain, Eggman. Yeah. Dr. Eggman. Cast. Cast Dr. Eggman right now. Cast him. Who? who? Seth Rogen. Danny DeVito. Okay. Uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> Both are acceptable. I'll accept those. <laughs> Is Danny Seth, Green. So- Seth Green. Seth Green? Seth oh, uh, Green. As voice? No. No, just him and <laughs> just Seth Green. Good <laughs> hair color for That's Dr. Eggman. Kevin Hart. No. No? No, he's not uh, <laughs> fat enough. I don't know, Eddie Murphy did it. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti? Actually, sure, yeah. I can see Paul Giamatti. All right, cool. Yeah. Okay, right. Sonic, your Sonic voice. Who's your Sonic voice? Nolan North. <laughs> sure. Just because your voice is Jaleel everybody. White. <laughs> Jaleel White did the voice of Sonic on the cartoon series. Oh, okay. So that would actually make some sense. Sure, he's not doing anything. I bet they could get him on the cheap. Yeah, probably. Anyways, what else? Got him! Woo! What else? What else? In news... Uh, oh, so um, you know how Tim Miller left for um, quote-unquote creative differences? Right. Well, we have another director leaving for the same reason. Okay. Uh, this is Rick Famuyiwa. What? Famuyiwa. Are you saying names anymore? Rick Famuyiwa. Okay. He's the guy who uh, directed Dope. Okay. The indie movie Dope, and then was given the keys to the Flash movie. Right. Well, he turned in his uh, first draft of the Flash movie this past weekend. They didn't like it. Okay. They didn't like it so much that they let him go. Wow. Yes. Wow, that's pretty So, harsh. it's either they let him go, or he left via creative differences. Either way, he is no... Your indie director will no longer be directing... Ezra Miller in The Flash movie. Okay. And I don't get what's up with these indie directors and creative differences and it's like 
You're getting paid money here. There's obviously a reason these studios want you. Unless they like try to do like the cheap route. I think that's probably why. They go the cheap route? Yeah, I mean, imagine if you were, you know, making this decision. It's a win win, right? You get to save money in the studio and you get like a prestige kind of name attached. It's it, it, there's no downside except for un, uh, until they turn in the script, the exec reads it, and it's nowhere near where you want it to be. Right. Then what do you do? You have to fire the prestige name. But until then, it's a good deal. Well, it, it's considered a good deal, but you also have to consider that I don't know why these directors don't just give in. <laughs> Because this is not their property, even though they're, they're, yes, directing it and probably giving it a draft for it, it's not their property to control. Sure, but ultimately it's the director's movie. Is it? Because he left. Friends, right? Right, because they left. Well, anyways. Making it the, uh, not the director's movie, but rather it is the studio's movie. And it will mm-hmm. always be the studio's movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, even uh, Ant Man left. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what's his name? Edgar Wright. Yes, Edgar Wright left yeah. for creative differences. Right. So, I think it's tough. I think it's tough when there's so many, so many hands involved. Mm-hmm. You have so many different people. You know, people from the, from the comic side, people from the studio side, people from the you know actors. You know producers it's like there's so many people who probably have to make these decisions that they probably get pulled in all sorts of direct different directions so it's probably hard it's amazing enough that these things even get made yes. you know and so like if stuff like this happens i guess it's just part of the process yeah but it's also been part of the process yeah but it's just more tricky when you have like an established character and established plot lines from like a legacy of comic books. Hmm. But let's move on. Yeah. Well, speaking of legacies and comic books. And pandas? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not quite. No. More work lamps. No pandas. Lamps. Uh, Pixar announced that it will move up the due date for Incredibles 2. To summer of 2018. Cool. This will, of course take the place of the aforementioned Toy Story 4. Right. And that'll be pushed back to 2019. And that probably makes some sense. I feel like the world can wait a little longer for Toy Story. But right. Incredibles but it, is something that a lot of people have been wanting for a while now. It's a superhero hot property. 2018. Yeah, exactly. 2018 is going to be packed with superheroes. You got to... You got a Infinity War, yeah, twenty eighteen. Yep. So yep, look forward to that. Also, uh, remember how uh, we talked about Zelda last time? Oh, the movie Zelda. Yes. Yes. We talked about Zelda. Starring Jennifer Lawrence as Zelda. Yes. Yes. Well, Scarlett Johansson's gonna get in this mix too. Okay. In a competing. Biopics what? from studio. What? Yes. Yep. There's going to be two movies about Zelda Fitzgerald? Yep. This one, uh, so Jennifer Lawrence is going to be the, starring in the one called Zelda, 
and Scarlett Johansson will star in The Beautiful and the Damned, uh-huh. which is a play on F. Scott Fitzgerald, The Beautiful and Damned. Right. Basically just added a the. <laughs> yes, and they will be competing uh, against each other. Sure. Yep. Well, that's fun. Always love when studios have the same movie out at the same time. Again, but then again, no directors have been attached to either of these. Okay, so... Well, except for uh, Ron Howard is producing the Jennifer Lawrence one. He may direct, he may not. No word on that yet. I don't no know. No confirmation. That Ron Howard money is not working out this year. That's why he's producing. Yeah. He may not direct it. feel bad for Ron Howard. Was it like the last three movies he's put out of Bombed? Were they all those Dan Brown books? No, 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 no. no. What was that uh, Thor movie? The uh, yeah. the Heart of the Sea. Yeah, and then the one before that was the racing one. Yes, with Thor. Oh, that one. <laughs> that is what you're talking about. Okay. Yes. Um, not race. Uh, <laughs> no, that's the, that's the other. The other one. Jackie Owen movie. <laughs> uh, whatever the hell that thing was called. Rush. Rush. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, like apparently with Inferno not doing well either. That's three in a row. He's just, yeah, that's three in a row for him. I guess he's just not picking hot properties. No, not really. I mean, if you'd have told me which one of these movies I'd like to see, I would have told you none. Right? I mean, then again, I mean, we also, this is the same year where also Spielberg hit a complete, complete miss with the BFG, so. Right. Maybe it's just the older, that generation of directors has finally fallen off. Oh, well. They've finally uh, fallen off of their wagon. Sure, yes, their wagon. Or, or fa- fallen off the rockers. Here, here's here's your Variety article. Is this the end of New Hollywood? <laughs> you, you mean go. Old Hollywood? Wrote it for you. No, no, remember back when that was a new thing, they called it New Hollywood. You're right. Yeah, so. Well, what do you call this generation then? I don't know. New New Hollywood. <laughs> Neo-Hollywood. Hollywood X. Indie Hollywood. <laughs> Indie Wood? Indie Wood. No, that sounds like Wood. Anyways. Indie could, because Indie Wood. Okay, let's move wait, on. Wait, is Indie Wood the triple X rated version of Indiana Jones? It sure is. <laughs> you know it. Uh, next. Alright, and lastly, uh, one of my favorite movies, um, Goon. We'll be getting a sequel. Okay. Goon 2. And it, are, it has been shooting and has a release date. For March of next year, okay. 2017. Cool. Look forward to that. And uh, that's all I have for movie news. All right, uh, television. Let's talk about some TV. First up, sports. Uh, as we mentioned, right now, uh, World Series Game Seven is happening. Looks yep. like the. It looks like Chicago might take it. Yep, uh, they're going into the eighth inning. Chicago is currently up six to three, and as I said, we will be uh, watching this live and. <laughs> I don't think this game's. I think this game's gonna go on before we finish, most likely. But yeah, hopefully, Cubs can uh, take it. Um, in other news, uh, we had uh, three different overtimes this past weekend of football. We did. Yeah. We had a tie this weekend of football. Yeah, the second. This is actually the second time it's happened in the past week. It's crazy. So if you might remember, last Monday ended in a tie of uh, three field, field goals, mm-hmm. six six. And then this uh, this past Sunday, the London game ended in a tie. 
And then you had uh, the Raiders go into overtime and pull out a win. Yeah. And then you had on um, Sunday Night Football the Eagles and Cowboys go into overtime yeah. where Cowboys pulled out a win. Long games. Yep. Uh, get your buddy's worth there. I guess so. Also your fantasy stat points. That's also true. So besides sports, what else happened in the world of television? ESPN. That's still sports. <laughs> Liar. Uh, well, yes, I bring them up because no one else is bringing them up ah. in their cable packages. <laughs> so ESPN has lost 621,000 subscribers. Damn. In the past month. Woo. Yeah. That's bad. Talking cord cutters, talking uh, cable cutters, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like what we said on this very podcast before. It's like ESPN really needs to have an alternate method because right now relying on cable is killing them. Yep. Well, they do do streaming. They offer the streaming service. You have to have a cable subscription. Yes, you have to to log in with the uh, cable (laughs) subscription. So, yeah, what I'm saying is that they need to have an alternative because right now if they're relying on cable cable subscribers, they're going to slowly, slowly go away. Right, and currently they don't have... They're not running any major sports either. I mean, they didn't broadcast any of the World Series. The only thing of football they broadcast outside of college sports is uh, Monday Night Football because ABC contracts. Mm-hmm. And the other thing they run is basketball. Yeah. And that's just getting into season right now. Yeah. And, well, uh, man, Monday Night Football. I, I said Monday Night oh, Football. Yeah, well, that too. I said the, That's uh, probably, ABC. like, that's pretty much it then. Yeah. Like, for important stuff. Yeah, it's just, it's hard. It's hard when, you know, you have all these other networks that were making these deals. And so they just don't, they're not the place for sports anymore. Right. ESPN, you're not going to go for, you're not going to pay the extra $35 to have the, so if you're going to watch it one night a week, they'd be really, really smart. If they just did like a $5 a month, all access to ESPN stuff, that'd be really smart. But I don't know if they're going to do it. Like just a separate ESPN yeah. account? Like an ESPN Now kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, here's an, a thing that you can just run 24-7 ESPN. Select, you know, whether you want ESPN 1, 2, or 3. You know, it's like see whatever you need. Well, they also have ESPN News, ESPN uh, right. Classic, ESPN Women, and all the other ESPN yeah, uh, why not at this channels. point? I mean, it's, it's what the freaking WWE does. It's like right. wrestling even has a network, you know, like their own platform. You can see everything there. And they used to rely on pay-per-view. So the fact that they've moved on and they're in the 21st century, it's like, come on, ESPN. <laughs> it's not that hard. But... Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's streaming. Everyone's doing streaming. It's very easy to get a streaming contract, apparently. Mm-hmm. Just everyone's doing it. Come on. Yeah. Give us the times, ESPN. Uh, it's weird that that doesn't exist. Right. It's also weird that this was a flagship growing up. Like, I know I used to watch, like, a, a sports center at night. Pretty much. And well, then it the just... the last, like, five years, yeah. I want to say. Five, ten years. Like, it's just slowly, like... Gone out of quality. There and, was a reason uh, why they called themselves the worldwide leader in sports because they were not anymore, and they're not anymore. It's just amazing how quickly the internet has changed that. Yep. So that's that. But hopefully they'll figure it out. Yep. If 
by the end of this year, if they don't have any some sort of streaming version of ESPN, they're seriously screwing up. Anyways. Anyways, um, thinking of screwing up, <laughs> Alton Brown. Okay. <laughs> He's quite uh, screwy. He's a screw up. This is for sure. Yep. Uh, especially uh, hosting that Cutthroat Kitchen. God, I love that show. <laughs> That's a nutty show. Yeah. Anyways, yes. Alton Brown uh, is doing an internet. Will be doing an internet cooking show, cool. which will be a spiritual sequel, or an actual sequel to his popular show, Good Eats. Oh, awesome! Yep, I love Good Eats. So if you love Good Eats, look out for his internet, inter, uh, Alton Brown's internet show. Cool. Which will probably be titled Good Eats, or it could be something else. But <laughs> yeah, look out for that. Gooder Eats. Gooder Eats. Yeah. Gooder Eaters. Gooder Eaters. Odor Eaters. <laughs> Speaking of Odor Eaters and Odor Fighters. <laughs> okay. Terry Crews. Uh-huh. Uh, from the <laughs> Old Spice commercials. Yes. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And, and, and being frickin' Terry Crews. And being Terry Crews <laughs> and being Muscles Galore. Yes. Um, decides to put his muscles to work in order to save Christmas. Okay. <laughs> In a new special called Terry Crews Saves Christmas. That sounds great. Running December 20th through the 23rd, Terry Crews will help people <laughs> have the best Christmas possible. He will help help people. He will help people have the best Christmas possible. Cool. This will air on the CW as an hour-long special with possible trans- with the possible transition of spinning into a franchise. Okay. Of a makeover show themed around different holidays. Okay. Like Terry Crews saves Halloween. <laughs> Terry Crews saves Thanksgiving. <laughs> Terry Crews saves New Year's. Terry Crews saves. Terry Crews saves Fourth of July. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Terry Crews saves Martin Luther King Jr. Day. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that one. <laughs> Terry Crews saves Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, cool. I'm glad that exists. So if, if this does really well, look out for more Terry Crews saves, or just in general, blank saves, like different celebrity hosts, blank <laughs> saves ha- holiday. Sure. Oh, I just missed it. <laughs> okay, what else? Uh, speaking of blank saves, Bill Maher, yeah. host of Real Time with Bill Maher, yeah. will be getting his wish come true. Okay. Figure of Christmas. Uh, because uh, Bill Maher will host, uh, will be interviewing President Obama okay. at the White House uh, oh. this week for segments that will air on HBO, on his HBO show, this November 4th. That's going to be. As in a couple days. So, uh, back in uh, January or February, whenever his birthday was, uh-huh. he actually went online and made a wish that his one wish was to interview and President Obama. Obama. In, the, in the White House? Yes. Specifically? Specifically, uh, yeah. In the White House. Oh. And, yep, now that Obama's basically doing his goodbye farewell tour to everyone, <laughs> yeah. and pretty much everybody has gotten an interview with President Obama, <laughs> except for him. <laughs> Yeah, except for us. I mean, the Media Boat podcast uh, interview with President Obama has not happened. Well, hey, he's not out of office yet. <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. 
And just ask him what his favorite movie is <laughs> for like 30 minutes. What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite TV movie. show? What's no, your you're favorite wrong. music? No, you're wrong. What's your favorite video game? What's your favorite video game? And That's actually what? a good question. I don't know what Obama... What do you think Obama's favorite video game is? Monument Valley. <laughs> that was fast. Also, no. <laughs> He's not Kevin Spacey. Are you sure? I, I'm pretty He's sure. He's president. Are you sure. <laughs> anyway. Okay, moving on. Okay. Moving on. Um, last uh, bit of television news is specifically for you, Matt. Me? Yes. Of course, I'm talking about Steven Universe. Yay. Where you will learn about the, or what happened to, the Gem Wars. Okay. In a special called Gem Harvest. Okay. Which will be premiering on November 17th at 7.30. Wow, actually, that's sooner than I thought it was going to be. Yes. Cool. Original air date for this was going to be on Thanksgiving. Uh Uh-huh. But... Uh, recent uh, TV Guide outputs put this at the 17th instead. Interesting. A week early. Okay. Sure. So you get to find learn about what happened to the Gem War. I'm ready. And maybe more about the crystals. Maybe. And the crystal gems. Cool. Yep. So look forward to that. And uh, let's look forward to the upcoming and uh, outgoing, outgoing <laughs> seasons. <laughs> so, yes. Let's go into uh, renewals and cancellations. Yep, renewals and cancellations. Okay. Uh, first up is Young and Hungry. You know, that show yeah. about that uh, right, the on blog on Freeform. Freeform, yeah. Yes, the, the house chef who is now like a home blogger. cook with a blogger or something. Yeah. Yes. With a bloggy. Yep. <laughs> that gets a season five in 2017. Season five? Yeah, sorry. Wait, what? Yeah, I think they've been around for five seasons, Matt. I could have sworn that they just started. <laughs> Holy crap! Okay. Um, other show, Making History. Okay. It's a new show. Forgot to look this up, on Fox. But Fox has cut its first season order of episodes to only nine. Oh, okay. Has yet to air, though, so don't look forward to keeping that around. <laughs> uh, but Fox has uh, decided to pick up 22 episodes for a second season of Lucifer currently sure. airing. Okay, people are watching that thing. Yeah, apparently it's a fun show. Another fun show, NBC's Timeless will get a full 16 episodes per season. Right, so I spoke to my, my, my father about Timeless. I guess they've watched the first few episodes. Okay. He says it's okay. It's he just says okay. it gets really weird, and they kind of play around with the time stuff, and it's not the most logical show in the world, but he says it's, they have fun with the settings, and they have, they have some fun with it. So this is one of those shows where you, you're told, don't think about it, Basically, just go with it? yeah. He he did tell me though that if you at least if you have even a passing um, taste for time travel, you should at least give it a try. So you should probably watch. I should probably watch at least thing, yeah because it might be something frivolous and light enough to be kind of in that kind of wheelhouse. It might uh, take up my hero slot. Yeah, exactly like that. Something real dumb. Right, yeah. real dumb. Where I although know I don't think it will be as dumb as that thing was. 
<laughs> hey, the first season was good. Yeah, but that, that I last, just held on. That, that that bring when they brought it back. Heroes Reborn. Oh my god, <laughs> that was so lousy. I watched it. It wasn't that this year. That was this year. That was well. It, was, it started end of last year, but yeah, yeah. it ended this year. Oh, that's uh, trash. Uh, Anyways, what else? Speaking of trash. Okay. We have a dead person to talk about. That's not nice. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Harsh. Uh, oh, God. oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. Um, oh, it's only one. Well, Cleveland just scored. Six to four, bottom of the eighth. Bottom of the eighth. Yep. Two oh, outs. Yeah. What else? So, uh, we have one uh, specific death that happened. Okay. His name is Ron Grant. Okay. His age is 72. Okay. His death, septic shock from liver. Ugh. The reason he's important... Okay. Well, one, he's not an actor. Two, uh, two he's a composer. Okay. But three, he's uh, most known for... Uh, well, three, he's, even though he's not a composer, he has won an Oscar and an Emmy. For developing the software used by composers to create ah. precise timings for the scores called Oracle Time Processor. Interesting. So influential, in fact, uh, that he won this award, uh, the both the technical award for the Oscar and the Emmy in 1986, that that technology is still being used today. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. And he created it with his brother as a way... Because his brother was a composer. Mm. But he wasn't. Hmm. Or he was? He was a composer, too. But he just... It was just for a lot of TV shows, nothing really stood out. Except, you know... He had just happened to create this software and uh, you know, revolutionize the music industry. Or at least the uh, composing composers. Way uh, TV shows and movies are get composed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good man, good man. Speaking of composure, I just lost it. So tell yeah. me about uh, the, the billboards. Okay, I'm skipping the singles because they have not moved since last week. So okay, number, wait, wait. Yes, your number one song is still the Chainsmokers and Halsey. Closer. Is anything moved to like the top ten then? Uh, I'm sure the top ten probably, but I only report on the top five. Nothing's moved the top five. Nothing's moved since wow. last Wow. However, your 200, you're the, always the more fascinating list. The album list. The album list has a huge shakeup this week. Right. Lady Gaga had that album The top out. four of five are all new this week. Wait. Is number five views by Drake? Number five is views by Drake. <laughs> Damn it. However, number one through four are brand new. So, so yes, you called it. Number one album it? this week is Joanne by Lady Gaga. Okay. Your number two is... It's Toblo. No. Damn Michael Bublé's Nobody But Me. Really? Yes. Hit, number but. three, a little early for this, but A Pentatonix Christmas by oh. Pentatonix. Well, so I, get your acapella on. Well, speaking of Pentatonix, I'll Wait, just say this Let me right finish now. this off first, because okay. number four is a kicker. All right. Is it not Toblo? No, it's Korn. Korn? <laughs> Korn. With their new album, The Serenity of Suffering. What the? A great freaking name for a corn album. All I right. didn't order any corn. I'm sorry. You did now. <laughs> you have corn in your life. Too bad. 
What were you going to say about... Um, Pentatonix. Pentatonix. Uh, NBC will be giving them their own Christmas special. That doesn't Acapella me. show for an hour. That does not surprise me. Remind me never to watch that. But Pentatonix. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Oh, shit. Go deep. Go deep. Fuck. Um. Game is tied. 6-6. Six, um. six. <laughs> the curse of the goat strikes. Oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> this game ain't over. Uh, where's the Yogi Berra? It ain't over till it's over. <laughs> okay, we need to finish this show. What else? What do we have in music news? Uh, in music news, you can hear Cleveland right now <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> music news. Other music news. Um, Blink-182. Okay. Uh, not the band, but what? rather a tribute what? album has been released. Uh, what? Yes. This is not this is not the Blink-182 album. This is just a tribute. <laughs> okay. It is a tribute album made up of Reddit users. Oh, you. Yes. So, a bunch of unknown garage bands basically... Uh, Covering Blink-182 Reddit, songs? Yes. Reddit tributes got together with a bunch of uh, Reddit users who are in bands and... They covered Blink-182 songs. 46 of them, in fact. There are 46 Blink-182 songs? Yes. Okay. A lot of them are rather terrible, but... Sure. They exist. They exist. Now, the reason this album exists is because um, it goes for a good cause. So, for $5, you get the digital album from the, from the users mm. covering Blink-182 songs. All proceeds will go to the Red Fred Project. Okay. It is, that is a collaborative, story-making endeavor to publish 50 books created by 50 children with critical illnesses hmm. across all 50 states. Okay. Huh. So this was a Kickstarter that uh, happened earlier this year, and now this is Reddit's way of helping make sure that it gets funded. Mm-hmm. Huh. So... If you like Blink-182 and want to hear rather interesting takes on their songs, <laughs> plus it's only $5, it's going to a good cause. Fair enough. Yeah. So that's happening. Speaking of going to a good cause, Alyssa, Alessia Cara? Yes. Alessia Cara? Yes. Alessia Cara, Canadian singer, has recorded the... Inspirational track for the upcoming Disney movie Moana, oh. which was penned by Lin Manuel Miranda. Okay, uh, will be performed in the movie by LeBron James going crazy. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> will be performed by uh, Moana's voice, Aluil Cravojo, whatever, okay. and then in the credits by Alyssa. Alessia Cara. So the same thing they did with like Frozen with the Demi Lovato version of Let It Go. Correct. Got it. Okay. <laughs> exact same thing's gonna happen yep. here. You're gonna have two mm-hmm. different versions yeah. of the exact same song. The one you'll get sick of is the Alessia Cara one. <laughs> Most likely, because I listened to it. <laughs> yep. Wasn't a fan of it. Yep. Um, but good news is that we will get the soundtrack for Moana on the 18th. 
a week before it uh, be, will be released in theaters. So don't listen to it because it's going to spoil the movie for you. Or do listen to it. Or don't. Because <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda. Sure, but he doesn't do all the songs from the movie. He just does some of them. Yes, he does some of them. Anyways. Anyways, yes. Anyways, uh, lastly in music nudes, uh, we're going to talk about a tribe called Quest. Sure. Why not? So, uh, yeah, they have a new album coming out okay. called, quote, We Got It From Here, Thank You For Your Service. <laughs> That's a pretty good name. End quote. Uh, it's set to release next week. This will be their first album in 20 years. And it's got some, uh, uh, quite a hefty list of guest contributors to the album. Including Jack White, the aforementioned Grammy uh, winner for producer. Yes. Jack White. Yes. Andre 3000. Sure. Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Elton John. Okay. Busta Rhymes. All right. And Consequence. Consequence. Yeah. Okay. Now, one of these things is not like the other. Consequence? <laughs> Elton John? I don't know. It's Jack White. <laughs> oh. I don't think it's Jack White. It's not Jack White? <laughs> no. Anyways. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's all I have for music news. Okay. Uh, what about video games? Video games! Xbox One! If you did not download it, you may be out of shit out of luck. But, this past weekend, the Hanson Jack Collection went on sale, or rather, was free to Both download. Free. On Xbox One. So that happened. Make sure you download it. Maybe you still can. Maybe you can't. But Did they ever come out and say why it was? Or just... No. No, no word from Microsoft? No word from Microsoft. Just disappointment on all their faces. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, what else about video games? Uh, other news in video games. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda... Released a new trailer today. Right, yes. Yes, uh, and it does in fact indicate that there are two uh, leads, I guess you could say. Yeah. The writers. Right. Yes. There seems to be two protagonists. Yes, there's two protagonists. Uh, it will follow the same story, no matter if you play as the mm -hmm. male or female lead. Right. That will basically just gender swap. Right. Yeah. Um, and somehow Commander Shepard... Will be involved? Yeah, I think I read that there's going to be more information on the 7th. Yes, that's what I have yes. here. The November 7th, there'll be a new trailer, new details. Yes, and the reason it is coming out on November 7th, mm -hmm. because the Normandy right, uh, signal is N7. Yep. Yes. Um, I'm sure this is probably on your news, but might as well say it now. Speaking of things that are going to announce other things. Shortly, in, in fact, immediately after we stopped recording last week, we found out that Nintendo announced that their uh, next big reveal for uh, Nintendo Switch news is now scheduled for a Nintendo Direct on January 12th. So on January 12th, they will have a Direct that will explain more details, including a, a launch price for the Switch. <laughs> well, that's in January after the holiday season. January, but yeah, that happened immediately after we got off the, got off the recording last week, so... So we're dropping the hints here, but that won't happen until season two. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. <laughs> and uh, 
Lastly, that I have in gaming news. Yep. It's something near and dear to my heart. Yes, your kingdom heart? My kingdom heart, yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so. explain to me why you need both this thing and the other one. Okay, so first off, um, Kingdom Hearts released the trailer for the opening cinematics of 2.8. Explain what 2.8 is. 2.8 is the prologue to Kingdom Hearts 3. Why is it called 2.8? Because it takes after it takes place after Kingdom Hearts 2, uh-huh. but not quite Kingdom Hearts 3. But after 2.5. Yes. So that's 2.8. Because 2.5 contains both Kingdom Hearts 2 and Birth by Sleep. Kingdom okay. Hearts 2.8 uh-huh. contains... The events happened directly after Kingdom uh-huh. Hearts 2, so which, which is Dream Drop Distance. I was going to say, so that's Dream Drop Distance. And the events that happened right which after... Which was the Vita game? No, the 3DS. Oh, the 3DS game. Okay. Right. And is this one, though, that the ladies... The what? The ladies. We play as the ladies? No. Which one is the one with the ladies? That's the one I'm getting to. Dream Drop Distance is the one where you swap between playing as Riku and Sora. Okay, then what's the one with the ladies? The one with the lady is uh, is Birth by Sleep. Aren't there three ladies? No, there's only one lady. There's just one lady? There's one lady, but Birth by Sleep, you're able to play as three different characters. Yeah, are they ladies? Only one of them is a lady, Matt. Really? Yes, but in 2.8, you get to play as the lady. Lady! And that, and that is the direct follow-up to that chapter okay birth by sleep sure all right which will lead directly into kingdom hearts 3 oh my god and then okay so once that that's all established now what's happening in march so this comes out in january yeah two months later in march kingdom hearts will be releasing 1.5 and 2.5 plus 2.5 for the ps4 equals four so kingdom hearts four right yes (laughs) 1.5 1.5 plus 2.5 is Kingdom Hearts 4. It's 4, yeah. So this is Kingdom Hearts 4. <laughs> Anybody can figure that out. It's raining! Yes. In the game, not here. It's, it's been raining. <laughs> um, Got him. So you need both because this one does not include the stuff in 2.8. But it has everything else. So 2.8 is the one I am definitely getting. Right, because you have to have that. Because yeah. I, because that's the new games that I haven't played. Right, the other one, though, the other one, not though, necessary because you have those on PS3. But... Be real, you'll probably buy it anyways. Be real, I probably will buy it because actually, as I told you off podcast, yeah, so you I was actually just thinking about replaying them recently. Yeah, so this is a 60 frames per second PS4 version of doing that. Correct. This is the updated um, Google. Updated Google. Yeah. Yeah. Google updates. This is the updated version of. Um, both 1.5 and 2.5. Right. Which will be able to play on your PS4. So anybody who basically just skipped everything and went straight into the PS4 will able yeah. to be able to play the entire Kingdom Hearts everything. So basically, saga. if you own both of these things, 2.8 in January and then 1.5 plus 2.5, then you have everything Kingdom Hearts. Correct. Except, of course, for that weird cell phone game, right? No. Or is this weird cell phone game included? 
Yes, that's included in the cinematics of okay. uh, 1.5. All right, so you do get everything. Yes. Hey, well, now, I'm trying know. to see here if, if I remember correctly that it is the, the 1.5, which is Kingdom Hearts 1, the game Kingdom Hearts 1 Final Mix, mm -hmm. the game Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, okay. uh, Final Mix of that one, and then the video, or the cinematic movie of Coded, which is the mobile game. Got it. On one point, on one point five. Okay. Yeah, updated HD uh, compilation. Yeah. Remakes are both on one disc. And gameplay at sixty frames per second. Right. Confirmed by Square Enix. Okay. So that that's what that is. Yes. Okay. Cool. So you'll probably buy both of those, and you'll probably talk about it when they come in, come up, come out when they come out. Um. Okay. Yes. Now the one thing I have questioning is Kingdom Hearts coded, because nowhere does it say that that is the HD cinematic remastered cinematics. Uh, it could be the actual gameplay. Maybe. But from everything that I've read, I. Just guessing and assuming it will just be the cinematics. Yeah, I don't think they would make anything new for this thing. I think this is just a port. Right, I think it's just a port of the 1.5 yeah. or 2.5. Just a port with some engine optimizations, probably all it is. Uprest. Yep. Uprest, 60 frames. Yep. Okay, cool. So, That'll look forward to, uh, to buying that for me for your birthday. <laughs> yes, sure. Uh, that's how that works, right? Uh, so, yeah, uh, that'll do it then for this week's uh, video game stuff and I guess for this week's podcast. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't think there's really anything else. Is really there? Um, oh, there were rumors of putting Kingdom Hearts on the NX. You mean the Switch? The Switch, yes. But again, those were just rumors. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It depends on what third parties are actually doing deals with them. Right, well, because Square Phoenix does have a deal with them. Yeah. But that's also but for their, like, Monster yeah, Hunter series exactly. and Who possible knows? Final Fantasy. Oh, speaking of Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy 15 comes out soon. that come out? Yeah, there it goes. That's, like a, that's coming out soon, because uh, I've been seeing a lot of uh, gameplay uh, releases soon, for right? it. Like yeah. A couple weeks? I want to say it's a couple weeks. Okay. Alright, well, that'll do it. So, check us out next week. Uh, we'll be back with more stuff. Um, so, follow us on Facebook, Remedia Boat Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Remedia Boat Cast. Uh, find us on iTunes, leave us some reviews, give us some stars, we appreciate it. Subscribe um, to our show. And we'll be back next week, hmm. I guess, for another one. Yeah. Final Fantasy 15 says November 29th. Okay, so then another one. Yeah, another one. Okay, right, cool. So we'll talk about that when that comes out. But in the meantime, uh, tune in next week. We'll be back. Yep. Alright, bye. Okay, uh, bye. where's the stop? Bye. Stop. Bye. Bye. Go code. Bye.